Wild women, welcome. This is the Femme Podcast. If you're new around here, I'm Jack, one half of the Femme Duo. Before you dive into today's episode, I want to give you a heads up. The Femme Podcast is on season number two. You're about to listen to an episode from season one, which was the Spiritual Smackdown podcast where we invited women to rise from rock bottom. So season one is all about the Spiritual Smackdown. Season two is all about rising from greatness to greatness. More on top of more on top of more. It's where we tap into everything your woman desires. The money, the sex, the wealth, the power, the pussy desires. Start here and then come join us for season two. We're waiting. It's like a little tap on the butt or a huge womp on the booty. A spiritual smackdown is the universe's way of saying, hey, you, it's time for a change. It's time to listen to your intuition. You know, that little voice you've been ignoring. It's time for something bigger, something miraculous. But before you get to experience those highs you got to shift through the lows. Oh, those lows. And those often start at rock bottom. Hey, I'm Rob. And I'm Jack. We're best friends and business partners. We life together, work together, play together. Basically all the things together. And somehow we ended up here. With a community of thousands of badass, beautiful women who want more from life than staying surface level. So we're going deep. This podcast is going to connect you with the woman who's been to rock bottom through the exact same thing that scares you the most. We'll address the fears that are keeping you stuck, the heartbreak you've never healed from, the broke ass months. Oh, I remember those. We're giving you all the resources you need to shift your life and business to rise so that you can finally start living a life you're wild about. So welcome to this space, a space to listen to those hard truths and learn from them. A space to connect with women who aren't pretending to have it all figured out. This is a space for women to finally understand and celebrate that rock bottom is often the very place to rise. So go ahead and fill your cup with coffee or wine and come get real with us as we spit our truth and get ready to rise. Hey goddess, before we dive into this episode, I want to ask you a question. Are you a female entrepreneur who finds sales pretty yucky? Like you struggle with them, they always feel a little bit forced, and you're not really sure you're doing the right thing. Well, Jack and I recently launched the Raw Masterclass, and this is a two-hour deep dive masterclass that's going to teach you how to sell in strategic alignment so that selling no longer feels blah. So that selling becomes fun and it lights you up and it's exciting. So during this masterclass, you're going to learn about the old sales paradigm and why it's misaligned with your goddess energy. You're going to learn what it means to step into strategic alignment and sell with a whole new level of awareness. You're going to discover how you're designed to market your offers based on your human design so you can get into energetic alignment and magnetize your dream clients. Hello. You're also going to learn about your own energetic system. You're going to learn how to balance your masculine energy, which is that forcing, striving, hustling girl in you who wants to crush all her numbers this month. You're going to balance that masculine energy with the feminine energy, the flow, the pleasure, the goddess in you that just wants sales to feel fucking amazing. And you're going to identify ways you're currently selling the things that you're doing in this moment that are energetically blocking your sales. This is why you're hearing crickets. 
You're also going to start leaning into a sales approach that feels so exciting for you that you literally will not be able to stop talking about your offerings. And while you step into that new approach, you're going to let go of old strategies that are forcing you out of energetic alignment and repelling your dream clients. We can't wait to have you join us. The live masterclass is going down on October 29th. Guys, we're bringing all the heat to this masterclass so that you walk away with a notebook full of tools and resources to really help you step into a sales strategy that lights you the fuck up and makes you the money that you deserve. We love you. We can't wait to rock it with you and we'll see you soon. Hi guys, welcome back to the Spiritual Smackdown podcast for the wild woman ready to rise. Today we are talking all about regret. And this topic came in as a request from one of our community members. And the minute it came in, I thought, oh yeah, there are definitely a lot of women out there who need to hear about this. I mean, every day we make a million decisions and every decision leads to an outcome and that collection of outcome shapes our lives and who we become. And if at some juncture of your life, there's something that you just can't forget about, a decision that you have that's in the forefront of your mind that really had a huge impact on who you've become, and if you regret that decision, that's hard to shift. Yeah, it leaves you in this tricky place, right? Because it's easy to say like, oh, leave the past in the past and don't bring that with you. Don't carry that forward. But when it's like, when it's right there, when it's like the thing that your mind just like goes to, when it's the fallback thing, how do you shift that? How do you shift that? That's exactly what this listener or this community member was asking us about. Like, I made this decision 20, 25 years ago, and it's stuck with me ever since. And it's shaped so much of who I am. How do I shift that? How do I forget about that? I brought this request to Jack, and I'm going to ask her the question now. What would you do? If you made a decision like a million years ago in a past life and it was still bearing this huge, massive weight on your shoulders and how you live today. I've definitely made decisions and choices in my life that have gotten me to this point and choices that I am maybe not proud of. Choices that if I had the opportunity to make again, would I make a different choice? Yes, because knowing what I know now and knowing what I know today and who I am in this moment would have made a different choice. But this is where letting go of judgment of that past version of yourself, forgiving that past version of yourself, and knowing that you only knew what you knew then. You don't know what you know today. So you made that decision at that point in time. With as much information as you had, right? Yeah. You obviously made the decision that you thought was best in that moment. You made the decision you thought was best, or you made the decision that you made based on, you know, following a should, following other people's expectations, but you made that choice with the information you had available. And I think the way to shift it is to forgive yourself. If that's something you regret, how can you forgive yourself? How can you look at that choice from another perspective? How can you not be so attached to, I made the wrong choice. I fucked this up. Yeah, I think a, a shift in perspective and then self-forgiveness. Okay, so, I mean, you've said so many key things there. Number one being self-forgiveness. And in my opinion, you're such a master of self-forgiveness. And this is something that we all have to practice if we want to love the current versions 
of who we are, then I believe it's so imperative that we learn how to forgive ourselves. And that includes those past selves that we weren't really proud of. Uh, So this showed up for me big time during my SmackDown when Mm. I was like, how did I show up in my previous relationships? And I literally had all of these things, all of these events coming back, all the ways that I had acted, all of the things that, yeah, could I have regretted the things I said or the things I did or the choices I made or how I left relationships. And I really moved through that process of self-forgiveness to literally break down everything. Like I went back and did the healing work from years beyond relationships that had been like 12, 14 years ago in my life. Started out with my journal, started out with my journal, writing down every single event that came up for me when I thought of like that I wasn't proud of and worked through each one with the thought and literally wrote like, and I forgive myself. And do you think after going through that process, like, would you say that you have 100% forgiven yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. And it was really, I know that that exercise in in particular, I think about it a lot, how powerful it was for me to move me in that moment. Because the thing is that what kept coming up for me and the reason why regret kept coming in is because it was attached to this feeling of shame, Mm -hmm. shame of not being proud of something I did, shame of like, I wouldn't choose to do that now. But focusing on that and just desiring to change it and thinking like, all you're carrying forward with you when you do that is the negative aspects. Whereas if you can shift and see like, I then was able to see how far I had grown Mm -hmm. to know that I would make a different choice now. Yeah. And I love that. And I I see that in you. I was just curious to see if you felt like you had like climbed that mountain, you know, Mm -hmm. like conquered that, been there, done that. Because for me and in my SmackDown, there's also a huge journey of self-forgiveness. I know we talk about my SmackDowns being these like waves and my most recent mega SmackDown five or six years ago, when I did make that series of like pretty questionable decisions at that time in my life, I was like the party girl. I was married, but I was hardly acting like it. Like I was out all the time. And it was this like time in my life where I was making really selfish decisions because of my level of unhappiness and this like level of discontentment I had. But when I was able to like zoom out and look at the bigger picture, I mean, I did 18 million things in that year that I could never forgive myself for that I could regret for the rest of my life, like literally, you know? And when I look back on that time, I know that I have forgiven myself for it consciously. Like when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, of course I forgive myself. I learned so much about who I am and more so than learning about who I am. I learned about who I want to become. Mm -hmm. So do I forgive my mistakes? Fuck yes, I forgive my mistakes because they taught me who I want to be, right? So now I won't make those mistakes again. But I do believe that subconsciously there is still a part of me that knows I made those mistakes. So here, I love that you tapped into this, the conscious level and the subconscious level, because subconsciously you're holding on to judgment. Exactly. Subconsciously, you still see the choices you made as wrong. So although you feel like you've forgiven yourself, there's still that piece of you that's very like stuck in judgment. Yes. And when you're judging yourself, I mean, same for forgiving other people. We can't forgive ourselves or others when we're still judging the actions. 
That's the thing, right? So I have to bring my conscious awareness to the fact that like, oh, am I judging myself right now for this thing that I did all of these years ago? And then once I bring that thought to my mind, then I can actively release that thought and be like, no, actually enter a place of non-judgment. You forgive yourself for this. You are whole. You are loved. You are enough just the way you are. And then I can move on. But there's definitely those moments of how do I handle this? Right. And I think a lot of our listeners probably have a lot of those moments, you know, like, okay, how do I deal with this? And for me, bringing that realization like, oh shit, I'm judging my past self right now for who I was. Mm -hmm. I choose to integrate that part of me into who I am, love her fully and move on. And what if we see our past experiences as teachers? What if we don't see them as experiences that we made a wrong choice or a right choice or thinking like that behavior was good or bad? That's where I think we get really caught up in that regret. And that outlook has been huge for me. So when I was in this smackdown or like total rough patch, my marriage was the thing that was suffering the most. And so we went to couples counseling. And the minute I sat down in that chair, the minute I sat down with my husband and our counselor, I remember thinking, I'm not to blame. I don't need to bear the weight of all of these mistakes because this was something that we did together. And it was the stage that our relationship was at in that point in time. And it was what propelled me forward. It propelled our marriage forward. It helped us grow together. So that piece of self-forgiveness in that moment in that chair, I was like, yeah, this is not my problem. This is our blessing. Like this is going to be our growth. That's what I was going to say, because what I saw from you at that point was that that was very transformational for you. That was transformational for you as a woman and also within your relationship. Well, massively, massively. And even owning that, like I remember walking into that couple's counseling and any of you out there who are like, oh my God, couples counseling is so scary. My partner would never commit to couples counseling. My my partner thinks it's like such a joke. Yeah, so did mine. Like I never imagined I would could even convince my husband to like go to couples counseling. But when we sat down and on my way into that office, even I remember this feeling of like, this is your time to either own your mistakes, own the decisions you made own the fact that you were just doing your best in the situation that was created and own the fact that he played a part in the way that we were too. And in that decision, I had already forgiven myself, right? Mm -hmm. In that moment, I had already forgiven myself for what was done because you cannot step into your power. You can't step into your wholeness if there's parts of yourself that you hate. Yep. Oh, man. So interesting, too, when you said about the couples counseling. I literally got an email in my inbox this week, and it was titled, like, 15 signs you should go to couples counseling. And I was like, how about just you're in a relationship? Right? (laughs) Oh, my God. Sign one. You said yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, that's so true. And I do think that couples counseling should be mandatory. I mean, I think therapy should probably be mandatory 
in general, if you can find a therapist or a counselor who you really resonate with and who you can really jive with. But couples counseling, I mean, now that we're on the topic, let's just dive in. Yeah. But once we started going, it was such a safe place for both of us to just open up and talk that we would eventually sit down with our counselor and she'd be like, okay, so what are we here to talk about today? And I mean, it went from having like, we went from having a laundry list of things we needed to work through, things we needed to discuss, fears, blocks, mistakes, blah, blah, blah. And like, it got to the point where we were like, oh, actually, like, what are we here to talk about? We'd be like, oh, we don't really have anything to talk about. We would laugh. And, but then there were always things. Every single session, crazy shit came up that we were like, I had no idea you felt that way. Mm -hmm. Because it's the safe space, right? It's the safe space to explore and to share feelings. And here's the thing. I'm working with a lot of clients right now who have had negative experience with therapy or couples counseling there's alternatives too. You can like hire a coach that has a specialty in relationships. I'm working with a group of women right now through infidelity and they all said to me like, I've been to marriage counseling. I've been to a therapist. It doesn't work. Try something new. Try something different. Try alternative or try a different therapist. Like the first therapist you see just might not be resonating with you. And here's the thing. If you don't do the work, I mean, we got onto the topic of relationships, but if you don't do the work to heal the regret that you have in the moment, like, oh man, I made that mistake. I really regret that. Well, what do I regret about that? How would I do that differently next time this comes up? And when you can start learning from the so-called mistakes or the things that you regret or the things you would change, once you see the lesson in that, then I think it, it helps you move through that as well. Yeah. And then you can drop the regret part of it and move through it. Allow yourself to grieve the decision you made. Allow yourself to be sad and to, rather than feeling this regret, feel this like humbling feeling of like, okay, I understand how important that was to me, or I understand how I could have done that differently. And here's how I'm going to carry that with me for next time. And the woman who requested that we actually talk about regret. I want to share her example so that this is, you know, we can really like drive this point home for her. But her example was, what do I do in this situation? So years ago, I started blocking out friendships and lasting relationships. So now I look back at my friends from high school and they're all still best friends, but I blocked myself off from building these relationships. And I always kept people and friendships kind of at this arm's length. And what I would say to that woman is start anew, right? If you've decided now that you no longer want to be that woman who shuts other women out, who doesn't prioritize friendships, who blocks out new, fresh, supportive relationships and community, then choose again, sister right? Yeah. Like tap into what is that thing that you're desiring? So not like it's too late. I regret it. I didn't do that. What is she actually desiring? She's desiring that connection. So how can you open yourself up to that today? How can you open yourself up to that moving forward? Then that doesn't need to be a regret from the past. And I also think that at times when we regret, we tell ourselves these ideas or we have the story or this fantasy of what it could have been like if I did this. But that story that you're playing in your head 
isn't necessarily true. It doesn't mean that's the way it would have played out. So thinking like, okay, if I was open, I would still be best friends with this group and I'd be, you know, in there and having these close connections, or maybe you wouldn't be, or maybe something else would have, you know, came in or something else would have happened. So knowing that that one choice maybe served you in some way. Is there a gift in that? Maybe there is another friendship that you've had along the way that wouldn't have flourished or came into your life had you have been like so tight with your high school girlfriends. Yes. And I think that that's where we initially thought this conversation was really going to go was towards that piece of trust. Mm -hmm. Right. I trust that I let those friendships go for a reason. It wasn't my fault. It was my choice right? I chose to go a different path. I chose to explore different communities or friendships or relationships, or I chose to invest that time in my marriage and my children. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's removing the blame. And this is where I would also say, so you've recognized the fact that you have this regret. And in that recognition, there's also this ability to choose who you want to be moving forward so that you're no longer living in that regret or repeating that pattern of regretful actions, right? Yeah, that's a big one. Not No longer repeating that going forward. Because if you are not learning from your experiences, that's when you regret. But if you're constantly learning, if you can look back at your life and see this series of experiences that's shaped who you are today, knowing that you do get to choose the next step in your path. Exactly. And that's where I would say, get intentional, right? Like, hey, Robin and Jack, I have like all of these regrets. Okay, well, you can't go back and change that. It's just impossible. I wish we could tell you otherwise, but we can't. But what you can do is start living with intention. So if your difficulty is around friendships, really choose who you desire to be as a friend. I desire to be a woman who harnesses valuable relationships. I choose to be a woman who's reliable. I strive to be a woman who is open to meeting new friends and I stay open to receive love. And living with that sense of intentionality is so powerful because you can't regret actions that you take from a mindful place. Mm right? If you're constantly making these choices that feel aligned with the woman you want to be, then there's no space for regret, right? Oh, that's so good because then you actually know that in that moment you made the choice that was aligned with you. And this is a huge regret. I drank too much, right? I went to that fucking event, said I wasn't going to drink and I drank too much. And so many of my one-to-one clients or clients are like, why did I do that again? I said I wasn't going to do that. I said I wasn't going to drink. I said I wasn't going to party. I said I wasn't going to overindulge. Then I skipped the gym, Then right? And they create this like laundry list of reasons that they suck because of this one decision that they made. Rather than killing yourself and beating yourself up for weeks about a decision you made to drink a bottle of wine, can you get intentional in that moment? And this is what that looks like, right? So I'm going out and I'm like, okay, my intention for today is to let myself indulge. I know I'm going to drink a bottle of wine with my friends. I know I'm going to feel like crap for the next three days, but I'm going to do it anyways because tonight is my night to let loose, to not think about it, not to count calories or to give a shit about the hangover. I am choosing to go for it. Mm. And then that comes back to that. Then the next day, you don't feel that shame. Exactly. You are like, hey, 
you know what? Last night was a damn good time. And yep. fuck, it sucks today. Right? I wish I didn't have kids today. But you're like, no, I did. Like, yes, there I is- chose that. Exactly. There might be regret because you're feeling like crap, but there's none of that heavy regret that's like, I let myself down. I let others down. I There's none of that judging yourself. Exactly. Because you chose. Yeah. And I think that's what it comes back to knowing that you chose. You made that choice versus feeling like that this happened to me or like I just got out of control or I I just got out of control. Like how many times in this example has it been like somebody else's like felt like, oh, I was out with this person and she was buying shots or someone opened another bottle of wine and thinking that it's not our choice. Exactly. And then what happens with that the next day, you're like, Oh, I have no willpower. Oh, I just have no ability to shut down. Oh, I have no ability to have one drink. Well, if you just admitted to yourself in the beginning that you wanted to have a fun night out and you needed that release and party and to feel the wild, then there would be no beating yourself up after. This applies. I mean, I know we used like an awesome example of going out and getting wasted, (laughs) but this also applies to so many different situations right in regards to the friendship example if you go out and your intention is to stay open to meeting new friends and you find yourself in this really awkward situation where you're trying to have small talk and it feels super weird and uncomfortable well guess what you still stuck to your intention you're still doing the hard thing yeah so we've talked about it on a friendship level relationships health level or a wild level whatever we want to whatever we want to call that one what about on a business level what about when regret comes in for things that you have done or maybe not done in your business Okay, I think this is a huge one because what happens when we translate regret to business is, well, I mean, it's still self-judgment, but it's self-judgment for failure, Mm -hmm. right? I fucking failed. I failed. I regret doing that because I failed. I regret doing that because I failed and now I'm embarrassed. I regret doing that because I failed and now I feel shame and I don't know what I'm doing and I'm an imposter and no one's going to pay me. And like once we step into the business realm and we constantly regret decisions we made, it's literally a recipe for disaster. Yeah, because we think if we make a wrong step in business or if we do something that we regret, then all of a sudden like we're a failure, we're not successful, we can't show face again, we can't take that next step, we start comparing ourselves to somebody else who didn't fuck it up, who is further along than we are. And also when you spend all of that time regretting or in this place of self-judgment, you never celebrate the good things that are happening, right? You never take the time to actually look at the things you've done in your business that are successful and wonderful. Instead, you just focus on all of the shit, all of the negative, which actually just lowers your vibration and frequency and shuts you down. And let's just be clear here. Every single entrepreneur on the planet has done something in their business that hasn't worked out. That has been a failure. That if they could go back and choose something different, they would. Yes. And I love something that our coach said to me recently. She said, you know, every time you endure a failure or anytime something doesn't go the exact way that you think it should, because that's what a failure in business is, right? It's 
you do something, you have this expectation of how it's going to turn out. And then when it doesn't go that way, you failed and you have this series of regrets that follows. I should have done this differently. I should have tried what she tried. I should be doing more. I should be doing less, whatever it is. And so our business coach said to me, zoom out. Like you have to look at the big picture. You can't go through your days looking at all of the micro decisions you're making and think that you're a failure based on that. But you should zoom out and look at the big picture to see that all of the little things that you're learning and doing along the way are actually creating this massive success Mm -hmm. rather than looking at each little individual quote unquote failure. Yeah. And so then again, I think it's circling back to like experiences. If we look at each experience for, okay, where was the gift in this? What did it teach us? What's the thing like in business, maybe that I'm never going to do again, but I learned from it. When we can start to really learn from our failures, our mistakes, our fuck ups, the decisions we regret, when we can learn from that, then all of a sudden we, you stop regretting because you're like, oh, where would I be if I didn't have that experience? So you guys, obviously regrets are something everyone experiences in different capacities, on different levels, in many different ways, within our relationships, within our friendships, in business, and even with the way that we treat ourselves and the way that we show up in the world. And today we've covered a few ways that you can sink into self-forgiveness We've touched on a few ways you can reframe your thinking to look at your regrets as lessons and even potentially as gifts rather than mistakes. We've offered you the invitation to actually just let go of those regrets and to integrate the decisions that you've made with the woman that you've become so that you can start to step into this place of wholeness and really understand that those regrets or things that you've done aren't things that you need to judge or hate or criticize that are outside of yourself. You know, you can't point your finger and blame your regrets for where you're at because they also live within you. And there are so many beautiful aspects of who you are, that those regrets actually can just become part of who you are and get carried along on your journey. Mm-hmm. And the thing as you're talking that just kept coming in for me was thinking back to that conversation that we had with Brooklyn. And she just said, trust yourself, trust yourself. So the more that you do work to get into alignment, the more that you do work to show up and work through the things that you've been carrying around and heal the wounds and start to self-forgive and start to really trust your choices, knowing that you have the power to choose the next step, the next journey in your path, then all of a sudden you start to really see that zoomed out picture. That's when you can release the feelings of regret, knowing that each choice that you've made and each choice that you continue to make are for your highest good. Guys, if this is a place where you're wanting to dive in deeper, if you're feeling like you are ready to move beyond those limits you place on yourself, to move beyond the regret, to do the self-healing, to do the self-forgiveness, get in touch with us. We love hearing from you. We will guide you in the direction of whatever is best for you. So send us a DM on Instagram. Email us at riseforthewildfem.com. We would love to hear from you. And we're just so honored for you guys to be here with us and for us to guide you on the next step in your path. 
Thank you so much for joining us today. There really is nothing better than bringing a group of grown-ass women together. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and come get real with us every week as we spit our truths and get ready to rise. And if you know other women down to get real, please do us a favor and share this episode on the socials. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at ForTheWildFemme so we can give you a shout out. Instagram is definitely our favorite place to hang. So come join the combo there and we'll see you back here each and every Thursday. Thank you so much for being here. Get ready to rise.